Hey family, if you are an educator, a teacher, a principal, an education consultant, I have something so special that you cannot find anywhere else that is coming to your phone, your iPad, your desktop. I am bringing together my squad. I'm bringing together my team. I'm bringing together some folks who you can identify with because they were in the classroom in schools and education organizations just like you and now they are running six and seven figure education consulting businesses. I am Dr. Erica Jordan Thomas and welcome to the Seven Figure Educator Podcast. Welcome to the Seven Figure Educator Podcast. My name is Dr. Erica Jordan Thomas, your host. I'm a former teacher, former principal, Harvard grad and full-time entrepreneur running a seven figure education consulting business. During today's episode, I wanted to have a conversation around getting help. So if you feel the spirit and energy on the inside of this episode moving, it's because we're having a conversation that will set you free. I felt like this topic was really important because it is something that I have had to embrace as I've grown my company to the seven-figure mark and realize that as much as I love to be thought of as a superwoman, Sis cannot build a seven-figure company on her own. That there are multiple areas of my life that I would have to ask for help and be willing to receive help in order to grow my company and grow into the person that is required to run a seven-figure company. So during this episode, I wanted to actually share with you these areas in which I am not only open to help, but I'm actively receiving help because I don't wanna paint the picture and narrative that running a seven-figure business means you're still doing all the things and that there are certain things that you keep on your plate when the truth is, is now at this level, there are certain things that you're gonna have to delegate. I also felt like this is a really important conversation to have because in this country, we have an unbalanced expectation for women. In particular, we have an unbalanced expectation for women of color and black women in this country in terms of how we receive help. The expectation is that we are the help, that we are positioned to help everybody. And so a part of your work, a part of the work that I had to do and being able to receive help was actually unlearning the unconscious and conscious rules that I was following that are placed upon women in this country. It is expected that we take on domesticated tasks. It's expected that we are the default parent. It's expected that we are available to everybody and anybody who needs help. It's expected that we decenter ourselves in order to center other people. And if we were to move and operate in that way, it will actually cause us to stunt the growth of our business. So I wanted to have this conversation because a part of that unlearning means that you're going to have to move a little different. And it's really easy to feel guilty for making some of these decisions, making some of these choices, when you live in a country that's consistently telling you that you need to be home by 5.30 p.m. and have a hot meal prepped and ready for yourself, your family, your partner, and or your kids. So let's talk about it. And I wanna be transparent during this episode. I know that there are gonna be some people who 
judge what I'm getting ready to say. I know there are some people who are going to have opinions around what I'm getting ready to share of some of the choices that I've made and know that your opinions are okay. And it's what I need in order to run my company in order to take care of myself. And I'm encouraging you to make those same decisions. I'm also encouraging during this episode that if there's something that I share that causes what I call a pinch, meaning, oh my goodness, I can't believe she does that. That's actually your greatest opportunity for unlearning. Hey there, I know you're enjoying this conversation, but I just wanted to pop in real quick to make sure that you knew about Seven Figure Educator Live. It is the event for black education consultants. And I host it as an opportunity for you to get in the room and get the transformation that you need for your education consulting business to cross the seven figure mark. So I want you to head to the show notes and click the link sevenfigureeducator.com to be able to learn all about the event and get your seat so that way you can join us. I'll see you there. There's actually three areas of my life that I have had to redefine how I receive help, how I ask for help, And I want to break down some examples in each of these areas. So first, I'm going to start with the one that probably first comes to mind is just professionally. How do I receive help professionally in order to grow my business to and through the seven-figure mark? Well, I'm sure it's no surprise that I can't do everything in the business. And I have a team, which means that I have folks who I pay to help me to help our company. And I have to be okay with giving them the space to help me, to help our company. I have to be okay with letting go certain tasks. Letting go client delivery was actually really hard for me because it's something that I enjoy, but also I had to reconcile a little bit of the ego part of I enjoyed being the one that was able to create the transformation for my clients. And it felt good, right? And a part of my reframing was I had to take as much joy in my coaches being the one to create transformation for our clients, just as much as joy I would receive if I was the one supporting the transformation. So a part of the professional help that I had to be open to receiving was allowing my team to do their job. And that meant that I had to get out of their way. And I'm a Virgo, so sometimes I be dipping my toe in places that are not my business anymore. And my team is really great around being honest with me and checking me and being able to say, I thought that was something you wanted me to take care of. And because of that type of culture that we've been able to set it has positioned me to receive the help that I need in order to grow our company. Because at this stage of the business, I have to be spending the majority of my time working on the business rather than in the business, which means I have to delegate certain admin tasks. I can no longer be the one that sends the invoice, that sends the contracts, that manages our client support email box. I have to delegate client delivery. I can no longer be the one who's doing all of the coaching calls, who's doing all of the feedback for our clients. I have to create space for my program team to support me. I can no longer be the one that is scheduling all the emails, that's writing all the emails. I have to make room for my operations team to actually be able to stand up the back end of our business. And I no longer have time to be in our softwares like ConvertKit, 
like our Google Drive, like our, our customer service inbox, it is no longer in my best interest to be in those types of weeds. I actually have to redefine the weeds. At this level, I have to prioritize spending my time on the $50,000 task rather than the $5, $50, and $5,000 task. And when I say $50,000 task, that's not scheduling the email. That's not responding to the client service emails in our client inbox. There are great and amazing people who can support our company in doing that. And I have to get out of their way to allow them to do that. So that's the first area of my life that I have had to be open to help. I've had to be open to receiving help. I'm also really grateful that me and my team have a solid and transparent relationship to where they know that one of my leadership shadows is wanting to be too much in the mix to where my team is proactive and saying, how can I help with that? And I've actually shared with my team the fact that I need that of check in on me because it is easy for me to be tempted to do all the things. I need you to check in and to be able to say, hey, it seems like there's a lot going on this week. How can I take something off your plate? Me being proactive around that and my team supporting me in that helps us do what needs to be done for our company. So the second area of my life that I have had to request help and receive help was my personal life. And this is the area that I think is oftentimes hardest for women, hardest for black women, because of all of the messages our society tells us about what we should and should not do as women because of all of the toxic views on gender roles in this country, I think this one probably requires the most work for us to give and receive help. So I've realized at this stage of my life, at this stage of my business, and knowing that I wanna continue to grow my business, that I want to grow to and through eight figures that a part of what I have to be really diligent about is the number of decisions that I make during the day. That actually it is a priority of me with the support of my team to reduce the number of decisions that I make during the day. Because our business is growing and our business is becoming more complex, we're serving more people than ever before, we have more systems than ever before that we have to manage, that we have to build, that we have to execute. I no longer have time for certain decisions. When I say certain decisions, I also mean my personal life. So I have made the decision to outsource anything that does not bring me joy. And a lot of those things fall in the personal bucket. They fall into the adulting bucket. There are certain hashtag adulting tasks that do not bring me joy. I do not enjoy cleaning. Now I'm clean, but I do not enjoy cleaning. I do not enjoy doing laundry. I actually hate folding laundry. I do not enjoy grocery shopping. I do not enjoy cooking. All of these things that I just listed are things that I actually outsource. So I do not cook. I can't cook, but it doesn't bring me joy. So I choose not to cook. So I actually order my meals. I have meal prep delivery service. I do not enjoy grocery shopping. So hashtag Instacart. <laughs> I actually order all of my groceries. I actually cannot tell you the last time I've been in a grocery store. I do not enjoy laundry. 
I despise laundry. So because of that, wash and fold is my friend. I do not enjoy cleaning, which means that I have a house cleaning service to be able to support me and maintaining a clean home. Now, this next one is probably, might be a little controversial, but it is what it is. I do not like driving. I spend so much time in the car that if I were to be the one required to drive, I would actually lose so much time. So because of that, I actually do not drive unless I'm absolutely required to drive. So I actually do not have a car. I have not had a car in about four years. The only time I drive is when I absolutely have to get a rental. And even when I do that, I'll be like, ooh, this ain't like riding a bike. It's a little fuzzy. Like, I don't like this. It don't feel comfortable. But at least let me get myself to my hotel or to my meeting. But I actually do not like driving. So that is actually one of the things that I, my personal life, I get help with. I do Uber Black. Sometimes I take the metro in D.C. It is an area of my life that I outsource in order to get time back. So I wanted to share some of these examples with you because they are things that I have found to actually give me relief, that they make more room, they make more spaciousness for me to think, for me to be creative, for me to take care of myself, for me to show up as my best self. And I had to be okay with receiving this type of help. I had to be okay that I'm a woman and I don't like to cook, that I'm a woman and I'm clean, but I do not like to clean. And that is okay. And so I share that because, again, oftentimes we can be tempted to feel a sense of guilt for outsourcing domesticated tasks. And one of the things that I would challenge you to think through is why you would feel more guilty outsourcing domesticated tasks that don't make you money and why you don't feel as guilty doing the revenue generating tasks that will make you five figures, six figures. So if you feel guilty about outsourcing cooking, you should feel guilty for not following up with that lead that could potentially be a five, six figure contract. I actually want you to feel more guilty about that and less guilty about things that don't make you money. And then finally, the last area of my life that I have increased my need and desire for help and asking for help is my mental wellness. And so I am a proud advocate of therapy. I go to therapy. I have been going to therapy for years. I don't even know how many years it's been at this point, but that is a necessary part of this journey. As I continue to grow my business, I am taking bigger risk. I am pushing and testing my beliefs. I'm pushing and testing my faith. And because of that, I need to surround myself in social and emotional mental supports because a part of what's becoming clear and clear to me in this journey is I am consistently redefining myself. And I saw someone mention this online and I thought this was a great, great way to reframe this and think about this as I am constantly throwing my nervous system out of whack <laughs> as an entrepreneur because a part of growing your business is actually positioning yourself for discomfort. It's positioning yourself to outgrow the things that you once knew, which means you are constantly pushing yourself and kicking yourself into fight or flight. And you have to always make the choice to sometimes fight, sometimes it's flight, but you always have to make the choice to win, right? And in doing so, that requires a lot of mental Olympics. 
a lot of mental Olympics. And so because of that, I find it absolutely necessary that I receive support from a licensed therapist. And I love my therapist. I adore my therapist. I be talking to her like she's my homegirl because she is. And I just consider that to be a necessary ingredient to the recipe for receiving help. So those are the three areas of receiving help the professional, the personal, and the mental. So if you don't want to cook, girl, you ain't got to cook. If you do not want to do laundry, you ain't got to do laundry. And I actually encourage you to actually Google some of these services because some of you all, what's holding you back from actually leveraging this type of help is you actually think it's more expensive than what it really is. Because personally for me, I thought having someone clean your house was so expensive because growing up, I associated that with quote unquote rich people. And then I Googled it and I was like, oh, I can afford that. Like, psh, sign me up, right? So before you write it off, before you say, oh, that's for X type of person or that's for rich people, first off, you're rich. And I encourage you to actually do some research to actually prove to yourself that you have the capacity to receive that type of support. So thank you for joining this episode of Seven Figure Educator. I hope you've been pushed in your thinking around what areas of your life to be more open to receiving support, what additional support you might need, what additional support you might need to ask for. And it is my task for you that you take action within the next week to actually put that help in place. I look forward to having you on the next episode of the Seven Figure Educator Podcast.